Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. And tonight we would like to wish you all a wonderful, beautiful, happy equinox. It's the new year, the true new year. It is. You know, none of this January nonsense. Starting the new year in the dead of winter. You start the new year when everything comes back to life. That's right. And, and we this morning we celebrated. First thing, we put out the bird feeders. And um, what else do we do? Oh, we then we went shopping and we got some spring, spring-like goods mm -hmm. for uh, the week. And like, you know, I wanted to do sort of like a fresh peas and asparagus thing for dinner a lot friends. of green well yeah so we celebrated by doing that decorating the house and had a little fire yeah had a fire burn yes, some yes. affirmations <laughs> you know normal stuff all, all the ritualistic things yeah we normally do but um we had a really nice day celebrating yeah it was a fun time mm -hmm. so wish everyone the best of luck in this coming year and blessings for everyone yes um but yeah so let's get to the episode here um we apologized for the delay last week was a little crazy we had a snow day then the kids had off for saint patty's day and we lost power one night and it just and we we're recording on an episode there's a lot going a lot. on so yeah. we just didn't have the physical time to sit down and like yeah edit an episode and get it out so we're going to try to get two out this week and two the following week. And time's just flying by. Time's I know literally we, we keep saying it all like, the time, but I don't even know how it's, it's speeding up. There's not the same amount of hours no. in the day. It feels like to me, mm -mm. it's like I wake up and before I know it, it's like 10 o'clock. And then before you know it, it's like three o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, we got to get the kids to bed. It's like 7.30 and then yeah, maybe we can like do something together or talk for five minutes or who knows. But mm -hmm. I don't know if they're just messing with time or something with this last uh, jump ahead. When is it? Spring forward. They think they sprung us like into the future. <laughs> it's interesting. It's weird. But um, anyway, in this episode, we have our friend Amanda. She's a listener of the show. She uh, called in with some of her interesting, pretty crazy uh, experiences with um, meditation. And it, it's just, they were awesome to hear. Yeah. You know, and then we actually got into some other topics that I didn't know we were going to get into, like biodynamic gardening and some other things. Yeah, that was but, very cool. But uh, Amanda's an awesome artist. She does some really cool collage stuff, so... Go check out her Instagram. It's art and ideas or ideas and paper mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I'll, I have it linked in the show notes below. But yeah, enjoy the episode, guys. Um, it's informative. It's interesting. Yeah, she's a really cool lady. Yeah. I'm really glad she called in. Absolutely. All right. So enjoy the show. Enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. 
today we have a special guest we have a listener of the show her name is amanda she reached out to me a couple months ago actually and we've been going back and forth and she said she had some you know interesting experiences with meditation and then we did an episode a couple weeks ago about redheads and you know she was like all right now i have to come on and talk so amanda how are you today I'm great. I'm great. Um, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're really excited to have you. Yeah. So thank you. And well, you're an artist, so I kind of want to get into that first. Um, how long have you been doing art? Um, I've kind of always been making things. I love to make things. You know, I started with like scarves and then I made pillows and then I made handbags and then I made jewelry boxes you know it was just whatever I could get my hands on <laughs> yeah. um and then during the COVID time I had a lot of social uh transitions happen in my life and so it kind of put me at opposite sides with kind of my friends and family base yeah and so mm -hmm. I needed a place to express myself so I went to the vintage magazines and I just got crazy with it that's yeah. so cool you know looking through magazines I just kind of realized that it's a lot of the same issues that keep coming up and maybe even we talked more about it back then like in the 30s these magazines were so political and so interesting and I was just kind of like wow this is amazing and that's I found some really funny things so are they all vintage magazines that you work not with, all or? of them but most of them yeah, I love that. So where do you find most of them? Um, like um, thrift shops? Get, or I started with two at that great thrift shop in Kingston, actually. Nice. <laughs> but I just happened to get, I like to make like, you know, collages for birthday cards for friends or whatever. So I did have those already at home. And I was like, oh my God, this would be so funny like this. And then yeah. I just started ordering some on eBay and stuff. Yeah. Specific ones, you know. I love it. It's yeah. it's very cool. I love collage too. Nico and I can relate to um, how you just make things like we can't ever stop making things. You know, I think it's just like an artistic thing in your blood. You can't explain it to people if they don't have it, but we're, I know, like even the other <laughs> day, we something. did like, uh, we did some like peel and stick wallpaper and you have to match it up. So there's like all these little sections. I'm like, I can't throw this away. I want to use this for something else, like put it into a collage collage, like, collage you know like, cool some art with i it. love that yeah because it's like you know we can't waste either that's our problem like you know if you have say this peel and stick wallpaper we're like oh this would be really cool as like you know a framed piece and so we end up saving everything scraps of yeah. everything and yeah oh exactly. my, gosh. my my brother and sister fully call me a hoarder because i like to save yeah. absolutely everything Mm -hmm. this one over here i know scraps of wood just like any yeah. little thing i try to try to make use of it somehow yeah but it's fun but yeah so your art is very cool yeah and everyone Thank should go you. check it out yeah it's ideas and paper on instagram it's at it's at ideas and paper correct yes okay. ideas underscores yep yep ideas, ideas underscore in underscore paper yeah. so check out amanda's artwork yeah, Very it's really cool. cool. Do you sell any of this stuff or? I mean, not really, not yet. I mean, I would love to. Mm -hmm. I would love for it to leave my garage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. You never know where things, right. You never know where things go. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's awesome stuff. But yeah, we can totally relate to the, uh, 
whole shift in mentality with friends and family during the lockdown periods and change in perspective. And it just, it's just crazy to me how some people can like, they claim they're so open-minded and yet if you have a different, you know, belief on something, it's like now they can't talk to you, but they're the open-minded ones, you know? And it just, it, it drives me nuts. Yeah. How was your wild? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, how... I just was saying it's gotten wild. Yeah. Oh, wild. No, it's okay. How, what was your experience like during, I always like to ask people because it's either extremely horrible or it was very positive for us during COVID, like the lockdowns and the quarantine, like we actually had a positive experience and I would say we came out of it better and yes. more in touch with ourselves. Um, how, how do you feel about experience you know I feel like that now and I feel like that was a huge learning curve for me that I needed and I'm so happy for it now but at the time you know I was upset and I was not being heard and I was just really angry and lonely and (laughs) all of those things I mean thank god for my husband yeah I would be I don't know where I would be right now without that but yeah you know it was rough yeah no it was rough and thank goodness like our family our immediate family was really cool about everything I mean you don't we didn't know really what was happening in the beginning either we were scared and we had some fear and then it all just one day we can't even pinpoint when it was that we decided we're not scared of this thing anymore and we just lived our life and people did think we were kind of crazy, you know, like our parents still visit us through the windows and like the kids, like, and we were like, come in, just come in the it's house. Okay. It's really, you know, yeah, it took a little while for people to adjust, but <laughs> yeah, but we feel as though still we... adjusting. yes. Oh, mm-hmm. you, I mean, I can't believe it. Like uh, I have a 90, how old is San Francisco? Like 90, 92 or 92 93 or 93 year old aunt, great aunt. And wow. she's just living her life. She, she so healthy and young acting, but she was very paranoid and her and her son were very paranoid, like, you know, did everything to protect themselves and wore the masks up until, I mean, I think they still do, but, um, she's now saying to my mom, like, I regret these, like, I'm, I regret kind of how I acted the past couple of years. Cause I'm in my nineties and like, I spent it sitting home alone, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh, that's awful. Not knowing, you know? And I'm like, that's yeah. so sad. The whole idea of like health and everything. I know one of your experiences kind of involves that right through. It does. So why don't we segue into that? Because that's walk us through that experience. Well, the lead up is, you know, I grew up in the city and, you know, at a certain point, we just wanted more space. I wanted to get out of the film business. It's just horrible. And um, <laughs> so we moved out and I kind of had this change right off the bat. You know, I was in this bubble, lived in the city my whole life. So you get out here and I just needed it so much. And I became obsessed with my soil for some reason. <laughs> um, just learning about everything about how to, you know, I have really hard clay, trying to make it, you know, easier for to grow all my uh edible and medicinal plants now and so I don't know for like two years it was all I wanted to do was talk about soil learn about soil take a class like it was really pretty weird to most of the people in my life (laughs) 
but it was just like a, this huge awakening, like, oh my God, this new love, my new passion. Like I just kind of had an, a resurgence of like life coming here. And so my dad passed and that was very difficult. And I used to go right outside. We have this incredible oak tree, like the base is like this. You can't even get your hands around it. So whenever I was sad, I would go out there and like have a good cry with the tree. We live right on the Hudson. So it's an incredible view. It's like a beautiful spot. There's a, a Buddhist monastery right across the way. It's just very peaceful. And so the whole like getting into planting and gardening and all of this kind of got me into, I would guess, you know, just wanting to be more in touch. And so I started, my sister recommended go two minutes a day to meditate, just two minutes. Don't pressure yourself. Like it's nothing, you know? And so I did. And so I would just stand with the Oak, go out, you know, close my eyes for two minutes and, you know, nothing really was happening. <laughs> And I didn't even do it that much, like a couple, you know, a handful of times here and there, nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then one day, I guess I had had a difficult conversation or something on the phone. And I went out to kind of like chill out and I closed my eyes and um, <laughs> a voice said healing, like wow. just out loud, not my voice. And I like just freaked out. I think I froze, but I was already like just standing there. So I don't really know. But then in my mind's eye, which what I normally see would be the, the scene across the river, which is in February when it happened, just gray and brown. Mm -hmm. And in my mind's eye, with my eyes closed, meanwhile, like the scene went from the gray and brown to like this Disney, like reveal from left to right, where you have like a black and white and it goes to color and it turned like green and like sparkling gold. Wow. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen and I started to like weep yeah and then I opened my eyes and I was hysterical like shaking crying like freaking the fuck out <laughs> um, and I don't even know what happened after that because I was so freaked out like basically I was like an atheist or something I just didn't even believe in God like I was very into like scientism and this whole thing so like there was just a complete 180 of everything I thought was real. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like everything that I was told was real is fake. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's real anymore. Anyway, it was an intense couple of weeks. Wow. All of which are like a blur. I can imagine because everything you thought kind of disappeared very before your eyes in a sense. Yeah. And I, I remember doing a lot of Googling, like what happens when you speak to God? Like, can you speak to trees? Like what is happening? You know, trying to get a grasp of something. Yeah. That's all I really remember. And then three weeks later, I go back out. I think I was missing my dad and I close my eyes. And this is even, this is like going to sound even more nuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm holding onto the tree and I feel like I'm falling. And I'm like, I remember in my mind being like, am I like tripping? And I grabbed the side of the tree. It's got like very thick bark. So I'm like holding on. Mm -hmm. like that's how much I felt like I was falling. And I think I was like, am I tripping out? Because I was like, it just felt like this different physical sense. Like it was so weird. And then I just fell and I was like falling down the hill. And then instantaneously I was on the back of a hawk. Like it was like hawk cam. Like I was behind its head. And I could see the feathers, like the white and brown, like 
blowing in the wind. <laughs> and we were like flying over the river. And it was just unbelievable. Like, I don't even know how long that went on. Oh my gosh. And then I remember hearing a bird next to me and I opened my eyes and I was just like standing there. I'm like, okay, this is, and I remember turning to the tree and being like, okay, I get it, but this is like <laughs> way too much. You're like freaking me. <laughs> <the fuck. laughs> right. That's amazing. And I like wow. went inside hysterical. Yeah. That time, the first time my husband was away, that time he was here, but he was napping. Mm -hmm. And so he wakes up from the nap and he's like, that you're freaking me out. He left. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get cigarettes. Like, I cannot. I'm like, this is too much. I cannot. <laughs> and I'm like, just sitting there, like, what is going on? What is going on? And as I'm sitting there, what is going on? There's this sound of like crows. And we've got crows, obviously. Mm -hmm. But they were like so loud and they kept getting louder. And you know, I didn't want to think about it because I'm like so wrapped up in the moment. But I'm like, I have to go see what's happening out the window. Like, this is madness. This is so loud. And I get up. It's not that far to the window. As I'm walking there, I think to myself, like, if I was a witch, I'd be able to, like, stop these crows. Because a few months back, I had learned that I was related to this witch from Salem who had been hanged during the witch trials, Margaret Scott. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know why I thought that. But I look out the window, and there's nothing. Then the sound immediately it's nothing. There's silence. And I was like, okay, I'm losing my mind. Like <laughs> I'm losing it. Like something <laughs> at that point, I was really like, okay, I'm, I'm like, maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but then it just kind of, you know, I calmed down and I was like, you know, I don't think you're crazy because like you're hearing normal things. Like everything else is normal. Um, and then I remember feeling a little bit like, People were in the room laughing at me. And for like a couple of nights, <clears throat> I like felt uncomfortable changing in my room. I was like feeling like I was being watched. Like everything was just so fucking weird. There was tons of animal shit. Like bears kept coming. One time I was meditating and like I opened my eyes and there was like a baby bear right there. Wow. And then there were all these birds, like this blue heron followed me from place to place for like a while. It was madness. Wow. And thankfully, a couple of months later, like it just stopped because it was exhausting. Like it was just so like up here all the time. Yes. I was so tired. And anyway, then that was 2019. And then like, you know, COVID came and everything else, the rest of my world shattered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I've kind of just recently come back to like thinking about it. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, obviously somebody, something or a lot of things wanted to get through to you. Yeah. You know? like yeah. Ascension symptoms. Like that was. So, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of your, even where to begin so, with this. Cause this is really fascinating. Yeah. So she should talk to Whitney Fox about this too. Yes. That would be. Very I just cool. listened to the Whitney Fox one. Oh. I totally mm -hmm. do. I want to mm -hmm. talk to her. She's awesome. She is. But so the hawk vision one that one is very interesting because it's like do, do you think any of these animals were like a spirit guide in a way or what, what was your like obviously you were like freaked out by it but after kind of reflecting on it what what are your thoughts on this now like was it just to show you that there's something more in this world or do you have like, this like a lot of with animals yeah i feel like 
there is a resident like Red Hawk here. And I had, you know, I talked to my animals, I talked to my plants. So I had developed like this relationship with her. She had like a little split in the feathers of her wings. So I knew it was her mm-hmm. when I would see her. And, you know, I don't know. I, I also kind of obviously really made a relationship with this tree. Like we had a tree cut down near us. And it was like, you know, when a tree gets cut down, it's like emotional. Like I was yes. crying. It was like the base was enormous. It was just such a long life. And I was crying and I went over to her and I was like, I'm so sorry you'd lost a friend. <laughs> and so I feel like when I reached out, they were like, okay, she's cool. Like, <laughs> let's yeah. reach out or something. I don't know. Maybe some ancestors, maybe some, I have no idea, I, I but I'm grateful amazing. and I'm thankful. Oh, absolutely. I feel like. It's- yeah, especially because you didn't really feel like you believed in much oh. before, right? No. Right. And then all of a sudden, all this shit is happening <laughs> because you yes. decided to like meditate. But there had to have been something inside you, deep inside, that wasn't really in the forefront of your mind to start to build this relationship with like the tree, right? And yeah. Nature. And stuff like that and um even if you were more science-based i feel like something yeah. was pulling well, her like you said you're I related got here, I, I got into like green witching you know with mm-hmm. yeah. so many plants and this kind of mindset a lot of crystal binding and um you know things like that so yeah there was like a a natural kind of pull that came yeah definitely that's, that's beautiful and, and it can be freaky <laughs> and with the genetic kind of connection to that too like how deep did you dive into that um connection to the the salem witch like because i believe like the more people we talk to that practice some type of either witchcraft or or you know natural based you know belief system it's like it's just in their bones so like you telling me the story it just makes me think like this was just inherent in your dna and it just it finally awoke you know yeah I think it was like dying to get out. (laughs) Yes. And when I looked into Margaret, um, her story was different than a lot of the other people. Most of the other people were in Salem. She was in this other town like Roslyn or Rosedale or something. And she was like 76. Like the people in her town had thought she was a witch for like 30 years. And the young girls, like they didn't know her. It wasn't part of that whole little gaggle of like, tattling or whatever actually happened I don't know and the stories about her did involve animals like she put a hex on this guy's you know oxen and they were only walking backwards and they wouldn't pull anything and and that I thought was interesting yeah um you know especially with, with the crows like you said you had this intuition like what if I were if only if I were a witch I could basically That's make them so stop weird. And they stopped, right? So there might just be a major genetic, <laughs> you know, thing maybe. going on there. Yeah, with connection with animals. You're obviously very connected to nature. I mean, you know, in um, so how how are you feeling now about everything after you've gone through all of these experiences? Like, how does it sit with you? I kind of feel ready to go back in and to really learn, you know, what my gifts might be like and really dig into there. You know, I was really afraid right afterwards Mm -hmm. for a long time. 
Like that just freaked me out. And I was like, just, I don't know if I can, like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. But after COVID and everything, you know, I feel, you know, at first when I heard the word healing, I was like, oh, it's about soil. Like I'm on my right path, you know? And now I'm like, wow, it's just so much bigger. There's so much healing that's like needs to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be a part of that. I want to figure out what my place is there and, you know, get down on it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever it might be. I mean, there's a level of spiritual healing that needs to happen with people. And you kind of mentioned medicinal plants and stuff. So like, I, I feel and I see it too, at least in like the communities we talk with and stuff. It's like there's this push to get back to like homesteading, growing your own food, using uh, the earth as medicine rather than the pharmaceutical industries and stuff. And so like, how have you incorporated that? into this new belief system? I mean, I was already on that, you know, mm-hmm. when my, like, I haven't used an Advil in like 15 years. Like I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then when my dad got sick and just the way he was treated um, really made me upset. And the only guy that was honest with us was like the supposed kook, you know, the kinesiologist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just no, like I'm done with that. And then learning about soil you know, you learn about food justice. And then when you learn about food justice, you know, you come up to the wall of Bill Gates. And I was like, well, I'm not obviously not getting involved with anything that, you know, some bullshit that he's talking about. He's a nut shop. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've been growing. What do you grow? If you don't mind Um, asking. I mean, God, whatever I can, I do, you know, seasonal garden. But I've planted a bunch of elderberry and chokeberry and um, like hyssop and all sorts of just native herbs. Very very witchy, witchy herbs. Yeah. 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 I'm into like the native pollinators. I want to get like lots of all my bugs on. And so every year I'm out at the native nursery. I don't know if you guys know it. It's in like Catskill area, Catskill Native Nursery. No, it's amazing no. if you guys so, haven't been yeah we'll have to yeah. check that out yeah we have to <laughs> and i just try to buy up whatever they have my three things are the trifectas medicinal edible and beautiful yep mm-hmm. always have to add the beautiful in there <laughs> mind, mind body spirit yep. yeah yep exactly yeah wow how interesting that's awesome so yeah so would you sorry if this is like a rude question would you consider yourself a witch at this point now i mean not in any official way because i don't do anything like you know mm-hmm. i do buy biodynamic gardening so with that there's you know there's some things of the moon planting and whatnot and you know, i do some weird things <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know i i don't have like a practice so to speak so i don't know yeah mm-hmm. i guess i'm an undercover maybe yeah an undercover you're just an inherent witch you know <laughs> yes yeah I, I i totally get that yeah um because i sort of came from a family that practice d- does what you do and then um i came to this realization that wow they were witches <laughs> like <laughs> and oh yeah and then um it wasn't too um it was so easy for me to get into it. And I have this inherent like uh, pull toward nature too. 
and things like you're describing connections with the animals and trees major tree like trees huge they're oh, huge I would love to hear everything about that I totally get like the emotion too a lot of people that I've told that I was crazy crying over trees getting cut down so it was really nice for you <laughs> to say that in my old home years ago they, there was a beautiful oak tree across the street on the people's property and it was in the front of their home and I I just loved looking out at this tree and they had it cut down one day and I just sobbed and I was like so heartbroken like I couldn't believe that they would even uh, like have the audacity like what was the reason for it you know and yeah. I don't know I remember feeling so heartbroken over that and then absolutely yeah and then my mom had to have a tree removed you know mm -hmm. and it was like I felt like it was so unnecessary again like obviously I can sense it when it's necessary if it's gonna damage something or maybe it's unhealthy things like that like I have a sense for that but when you don't when you know it's like a healthy tree and it's been around oh. for a while it kills me me so, too yeah I, I can totally relate to those those things you know animals being hurt um or just like seeing a sickly animal I just can't even <laughs> oh it's the worst like it's the, the roadkill up here oh it's bad oh it's, it's so really sad. bad isn't it I know I know so, so you mentioned something uh, now I can't remember the phrase was it ethical so you said something about the um was it the integrity of this Oh, well, I'm just trying to regenerate my soil. Mm -hmm. um, just building the structure. I have like that hard red clay. I don't know what you guys have up there. It's the same. And here. it's better up here. Yeah. But it is way yeah. it is worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's like the danger of planting something and then it kind of can't get past, you know, the soil that it was in. I, I haven't really found that too much yet, but I'm just trying to, you know, add organic matter. And I do I do biodynamic gardening. If that might have been what I mentioned, which is kind of yeah. like by the moon cycle and it's a little like spiritual and it's the shit. That's yeah. awesome. Could you go into that a little yeah. bit? Because I I've I mean I've looked into like the farmer's almanac and you see like certain times that are good for planting, but I've never incorporated that into anything. So it's really interesting to hear someone say that they actually do it. So if you don't mind telling us no, a little no, bit about I, that. It started I started learning about soil through um Dr. Elaine Ingham's The Soil Food Web. That's just like a great place to start. But it's like, it's a lonely venture. Like you can't talk to people in a room about soil. <laughs> and then I had a weird synchronicity that I'll tell you about. I was looking at my phone and I came across this exhibit at the Guggenheim with this artist, Hilma Af Klimt. Klimt, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. Yes. And I was so moved. I've never been moved by like an ad on my Instagram and then gone to see it ever. But then I started learning about her and she was in this theosophy organization. She was like a mystic. All of her paintings came from like this other source. And I was just like so blown away by everything about her. And then I kind of fell into, she was in the circle with Rudolf Steiner and I've kind of known about Steiner and I had friends that went to like a Rudolf Steiner school in the city and then I started to learn about him and he is, he's the one that came up with biodynamic gardening and it's kind of analyzes the way the moon kind of brings in the elements up and down and all these things. So certain days you plant certain things, it'll be like your, 
leaf days for things you want to use for leaves, your fruit days, your root days, and then the flower days. And so you just kind of go by that and, you know, there's, you can get way deep into it and like, you know, pray with your plants and all sorts of crazy things. You treat your biodynamic, your uh, compost specifically with certain herbs and treatments. Mm -hmm. And um, I just really like it. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Resonates with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a spiritual practice. It does. It's very spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't sound crazy. Oh, I mean, we no. talk to our house plants all the time and it's so we play music for them. <laughs> it's really interesting. Like, you know, people might say it's woo woo or crazy, but play some, you know, four to 432 frequency Hertz to your plants and they grow better. I mean, we use organite devices around them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I mean, cool. it's, they grow bigger and I'll send you some pictures of like a plant with an orgone generator next to it versus one that doesn't have it. And the growth is just, I mean, it's just insane. So is that like an electroculture thing? No. So orgone goes back to like Wilhelm Reich and he was, uh, he created this orgone generator. It was a box and it was layers of organic and inorganic material. And the idea is that it takes in these, uh, uh, deadly orgone energy, which is just like, negative emf things and it kind of transmutes it through the different layers and puts out a positive frequency or positive uh what am i saying positive energy. yeah positive energy and yeah. then you can add crystals to it and that helps amplify the the positive energy and it's it's one of those things that people they look at it and it's like is this real but i've been making them you make them out of resin and you've probably seen them they're little like pyramids that are loaded with crystals and different metals and things like that and oh i did learn about i heard about these mm -hmm. yeah and you know people we may or may not go out and throw them around cell phone towers (laughs) you know to help try to get rid of some of the deadly radiation (laughs) that they're putting off um awesome but yeah they're just like Again, people will look at them and be like, that's nonsense. But I've I've sent some to some friends that were skeptical and they put them in their room and they're like, man, we have like the wildest dreams now. Or, I sleep wow. better. Really well. We sleep yeah. better. And again, it, it's all intention based. Like, you know, you can, I, I put a lot of intention into making them and try to make them pretty with cool designs and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, it's just... Go grab that one over there and show her. Yeah, oh, I want one. I definitely need one. Yeah, we'll send one to you. But... I've been learning about electroculture, which is a similar. Do you know about like this? It's like scalar energy kind of idea. Oh, maybe Nico does. Ether. Yes, yes, exactly. So, like, I don't know if you can see this here. It's just layers of metal, and I use, wow. like I said, scrap metal. These are old nails and whatnot. But like, the bottom layer is. Um, black iron oxide with quartz sand mixed in and i don't know i keep this one next to my nightstand i add chalk yeah i try to keep it as organic as possible with metal in there obviously it's the inorganic substance but there's thousands of little grains of quartz sand and all these different pieces of metal and you know it's one of those things people can say it's nonsense but i i feel a difference I have wild dreams because of this thing. It just brings a more oh, wow. positive energy into the house. But yeah, so it does. It kind of goes into the ether and transmuting this 
the reason I do it is because we're just polluted with Wi-Fi and negative EMF energy. So like I'll add shungite and coal powder and just things that kind of help block that and get rid of the, you know, negative effects of it. And it's interesting. It's beautiful like, too. I love it. The dogs like it. The plants love it. It's it. It's an interesting thing. I'll I'll send you a piece. And some of them are so beautiful. So he, he made one this one for me that was unbelievably beautiful, and he didn't like the top didn't cure, correct? Right. But it looked like it was for a mermaid. I mean, it was <gasps> just same shape, oh. but it was just a, he put seashells in like everything I love and <gasps> turquoise and just the most beautiful colors and. And he like ended up redoing it. And now where is it? Did I got to I'm going to, I'm going to do a new, new one. He wants to do a new one, but you can go from like extravagant and actually make it like a piece of art to like, like we were saying, like gifting it into nature. And they, they're sort of like little hockey oh, pucks. Wow. Yeah, he so. makes little skulls, you know, the kids <laughs> like them. They're, they're really cool. Um, That's so cool. Make flowers. Mm -hmm. So He's going to start to sell these soon. Um, I just, I want to like nice. have a stockpile of them before I start yeah. putting them out there, you know, but like for the ones that we may or may not throw around cell phone towers, <laughs> um, I just do like simple, they're all black, you know, just loaded with different metal shavings. And I try to recycle as much as we possibly can with that. But yeah, it's a fun little hobby that we do, but uh, yeah, it goes, goes into like, the scalar waves is something that I keep seeing popping up all over the place. So do you have any more information on that? Cause that's like, no, the... I've been listening to a podcast about it. I've been learning about electroculture to like put copper around the garden and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is like a pyramid shape. So I'm kind of just, you know, dipping my toe in now, but I, I want to learn all about it. Yeah. Copper. We've, we've put copper in the plants and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I'll send you a picture later. I have this, we, we got a new fridge. So the old one had this huge copper, like uh water line for it. So instead of throwing it away, I chopped it up, kind of straightened it out. And I made these like little, it's only like, I don't know, quarter of an inch thick pipe, but wrapped them with copper, put a crystal on top, wrapped it around there and I stick them in the plants and, <laughs> you know, it seems to be working. I have like a little ficus tree that I, uh, what's the word for it? Prune? I pruned a little piece off of it and it started growing roots and I have that sticking in there and it seems to be doing pretty good. So again, I, I think a lot of it is intention based, but I can imagine though, like if, if you look into like Tesla's work and things that they were doing, pulling energy out of the ether, if this copper rod is doing something to the soil, it, it has to be helping it in some way. You know, yeah. I can't imagine that it's doing something negative, but right. yeah. It's not doing anything negative. Right. So it's like, they say it's like magnetizing it in a, in a beneficial way. And I don't really know what that means, but I think maybe it just gets more active or something. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I can imagine it would oxygenate it more, you know, it's sort of like us, like cellular turnover, right. Right. In the soil just positive energy flowing through it so it's worth yeah. a shot you know so we have all these we have all these copper magic wands sticking up <laughs> i love that yeah i'm it's gonna fun. do like real tall ones yes why not do it you know yeah and some pyramids and all sorts of fun stuff absolutely mm -hmm.
And what's interesting, this this kind of goes into like the conspiracy stuff, but like I started really getting into making these things like probably like last April or May. And I used to work with resin. I used to work on boats and fiberglass and things like that. And resin was always dirt cheap. I mean, you could get it for like 30 bucks a, a gallon, you know, and yeah. now now it's up to like $70 and copper piping is like insane. And I'm thinking like, I wonder if the powers that be are picking up on like people doing this and they're just raising the price just to make it more difficult to, you know, accomplish. Because, again, it's like common material that shouldn't be that expensive. Right. But that's just yeah. a side note. But I mean, I hear that. They see an opportunity. They're going to jump. Exactly. On <laughs> exactly. But, yep. um, just like anything unfortunately yeah. mm -hmm. so have you had any other um paranormal wild experiences i mean not really you know when i sometimes when i meditate i have a lot of i have a lot of visuals mm -hmm. um and i've been seeing a lot of like egypt stuff recently like it feels like i'm walking through these you know kind of cavernous um, hallways with huge statuary and symbols on the walls and I don't really know what they mean one time I had you know when you're kind of zoning out and there'll be like a reflection and something moves in the reflection so you see it there were like these lines or like figures moving in the reflection and I went to move and then I realized it like wasn't a reflection it was just like these things going by and I looked somewhere else and then I would see it there too. And then I would close my eyes and I would see it there too. And it was like these figures, it wasn't like zeros and ones because it looked like little bodies Yeah. and they were just like going by like this. I don't know what that was. Hmm. And I've had a couple of weird dreams. I had a dream with like a, a fairy dream possibly where I was like learning about soil with this lady <laughs> And this small person just came by, not dressed like a fairy. He was wearing like jeans and a red sweater, uh -huh. but he was like tiny. And he was like, come on. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I had a past life dream once oh. where um, I was coming up to like this Victorian house. Everyone was in old timey clothes except me. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is so weird. And I went in and it was like, I knew everybody. And I was looking for something. And I like go into this box and this guy jumps me and I come out with a, like this chain and I put it up against his forehead and he flew like into the other room. Wow. And it was like this pendulum, like a long pendulum. And I remember it having like a gold skull on one side, like a green, a green skull. And then something white, like a white quartz on the other end. How and then I like left and like walked away. Huh. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of those dreams, though, that Nico has, too, where he's being, like, projected, <laughs> flown. So that's very common mm -hmm. in dreams like that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. go flying, but I fly right, all the but time. You, you made dreams. someone, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I made someone with this pendulum. Very I've, like, looked on eBay. I'm like, let me find my pendulum in his life. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Oh, wouldn't that be neat if you found it at some point? It would be. <laughs> It, it'll cool. happen now it'll definitely happen we'll put the intention out that you'll yeah. find, find that <laughs> yeah it's out there now mm -hmm. but I love it. the egypt thing is interesting because i don't know if you've looked into this at all but i've been hearing a lot that like ancient egypt could have possibly been in america like in the grand canyon area and it's just 
I don't know what to believe anymore with history because it's like no matter what way you turn, you find something else. And oh, I don't know. I'm so that's... into that. I'm into mm -hmm. that old world. I'm like needy. I love it. It's so mm -hmm. fascinating. So much fun. And I think that's another thing with like the transition and the world shattering is like, you know, it's just more fun. It's like more interesting over here because over there, everything's just settled business. Like not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's the great awakening for sure. Like, and, and that's the thing, like a lot of people will think like, oh, this reset, everything's going to die. And I don't think it is. I think it's more of a spiritual reset and just some people are going to get on the train and go into this different reality and other people are going to stay stuck here, stagnant and fear. And, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Mm -hmm. It is weird. It is. So, um, you know, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you can see both sides of it, you know, mm -hmm. get the downside, all the craziness, and then just ride it and hope that it's as much fun as you can make it. Well, that's it. It's just like going with the flow, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to go with the flow sometimes. It's a lot of resistance, but if you can kind of just like get over the resistance, it's mm -hmm. like life's yeah. a little bit easier. Yeah. You can do it that way. Yeah, for sure. So what were you say? Oh, um, the redhead thing. We should talk about that a little bit. You're a redhead, right? I am a redhead, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm a little darker than you. Um, I, yep. And um, so you listen again I'm like in the, the shade. episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see it. Um, and then so again, you don't you don't want tattoos, right? You never have no tattoos. Like, yep. Do you ever get the feeling of like do you get the weird neck thing at all or can you wear jewelry? I don't really wear jewelry. Um, yeah. But I remember as a kid, my parents giving me this necklace and just my skin rejected the silver, like totally turned it green. My neck turned green, the necklace turned green. It just like made me, I hated it. And I can't really, haven't been able to, I can't really wear silver because as soon as I sweat, it's like over. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, uh, I don't know, doesn't like it anyway that's very interesting have you done the the blood test the no rh negative rh negative you should i'm gonna do it soon too um i guess you can I just want get to. it like yeah. walgreens or something but yeah okay you should mm -hmm. do it and i'll do it <laughs> I'll I <see>. <laughs> definitely but yeah there's some really interesting things with um witches and redheads and um, how's your what's your pain uh level thing it's hard to relate because i don't know how someone else feels honestly right but, like apparently we have we feel less like poking pain than um a regular a normie <laughs> a person I have, that like, doesn't a have thing, i have a thing with my hands like i've burned my hands a couple of times very badly and i like just i like don't really feel it it's a very strange thing. I've had like a skewer, you know, or like making marshmallows. Yeah. And it's totally fried my hand. And, you know, I did put aloe on it, obviously. Yeah. But like it just wasn't, I don't know. It's just a weird. Sometimes I don't feel things in my hands the way I should. That's weird. I, I can kind of relate to that with burning too. Um, I don't really feel like burns as much either. So that's very weird. interesting that you said that. Like, yeah. Huh. And didn't when uh when you were having the baby, didn't they have to like give you 
double the amount oh yeah anesthesia and um uh, what was that you know like the epidural and stuff like that yeah I finally succumbed to it I tried to do it natural for 17 hours without medication and I was I couldn't do it anymore (laughs) he did it he he wasn't budging I did 17 hours I think you did a you did that shit. <laughs> it was brutal. I was screaming. I mean, I was like an animal. Talk about being animalistic, right? I mean, like, I hurt you. I, I was know. like <laughs> using him for every mm-hmm. ounce. And then you have yeah. like a teen and a younger son, right? Yeah, 13 and six. Mm-hmm. So I have a stepdaughter that's 11. So she's in the middle. It's an interesting age. <laughs> yeah. It only gets more fun. So <laughs> oh, beautiful. But 13 is whew, it's a whole other ball game right now. Yeah. You know? They they I know they know they know everything. Let me just put it out there. <laughs> but oh, this our six-year-old is so he's such a sweetheart. So it's Aww. nice to have both. It's a big space for sure, but it's nice to have both. But um but yeah, I no. think they'll really like that. I think I when have, they get older, they will. I have um half brother and sister that are 12 and 17 years younger than me. Oh, wow. And it's great. You know, keeps me young. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, a great, I love that dynamic. That's good to hear. And I hear that when you get older, like you appreciate it more. Right now, yeah. my 13 year old's like, get away from me. <laughs> he doesn't really of want, course. he tolerates him for like a few minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. But nice. What were you going to say about? Oh, I was just going to say how you needed like double the amount of, oh, like, yeah. Even like cavities, you need double the amount of Nova. Like it's just nothing sticks. It's like, right. I have the same thing with Novocaine, like over and over and over. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just, like I dread going to the dentist because like, again, the, the needle doesn't really hurt. It's just the fact that I'm getting so much pumped into my body. It uh, freaks me uh, out. Me too. I don't like the, the idea of having anything foreign, like put in my body. Just I can't like yeah wrap my head around that. So, so much Novocaine and like, <sighs> it's dreadful. <Ugh. laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, again, like that, I don't really feel much pain. It's just more, uh, I get freaked out by the situation more than the pain. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. But this was such a fun conversation. And I can't believe how many like similar things we have in common. Oh, um, so great, you guys. I mean, I would love to do another episode with you sometime down the road, too, if you would be willing to maybe. Um, I would love to. I would love to learn all of the witchery that you have in your uh, your backlog to teach me. I'm so excited about that. Absolutely. It's always fun meeting a fellow witch. <laughs> Whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> no, I'm in. I'm in. Um, and yeah, so it's, and again, I always like to reiterate to people, you know, being a witch, it's so funny because like, regular normal people have this horrible stigma about it and it's really just being one with nature and working and appreciating with nature and yeah. you know being having that connection and using it for good you know so yeah and if it's pulling you and you deny it it's not going to work out for you anyway that's right that's mm-hmm. right exactly it can't be forced <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. 
And then, oh, I had one more thing I wanted to say, but flew right out of my brain. Oh, oh well. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> we'll hold it for here, next time. I remember meditation wise. So, uh, real quick, do you meditate now every day? Like, what's your meditation practice like now? No, I really, I don't really have a, a practice. Every now and then I'll go out and I'm usually standing. Um, and sometimes, you know, I'll just kind of, it's a very random. Yeah. And usually there's been a couple of times where I feel that feeling like I'm going to fall and I've been afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. So I just haven't been ready, I guess, or to whatever that might be. I've just been like, no, you know, a little scared of that feeling. Yeah. So I'm just trying to take it, you know, as it is. I don't want to pressure myself. I just kind of want to let it happen. Yes. As it I does. Th- I think that's important too. Um, do you ever try sitting with your back against the tree to meditate? Yes, but yeah. not as much. And I should. I find that very powerful to do that when when you can put your back against the tree and, and do that. I used to do it down. Um, we have a little pond in the area and there was a tree I always went to and I would sit there and I'd, I'd like bring my books and music and stuff like that. And then I just would end up like sitting back to back and mm-hmm. just meditating there and I, I feel like that's very powerful and so you're like almost like spine to spine with the tree yeah you know? mm-hmm. she's got like a little crevice so when you stand there it's almost like you don't even get wet in the rain it's like this little hiding spot oh that's so cool that's I love great. that <laughs> that's oh. awesome but uh yeah so thank you so much for sharing your experiences like I'm still going to think about some of the animal ones because I, I know there's yeah. uh more significance there you know, like if I find anything, I'll send it your way. Cause you had what hawk crows bear, like the, the bear one, was there an actual bear sitting there? When it was you a baby up? bear. You know, I, I remember hearing like the crackling of branches on the hill, but I thought it was my outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. So just being like, whatever. But then there was an ant on my leg and I was just so over the ants on me. And I stood up and I was like, Oh, and I look up and the bear got so scared. Cause I stood up. And he went, you know, bolted into the bushes with his cute little bear butt shaking. Mm-hmm. And I bolted into the house because I was like, where's mom? Like, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's so cool. That's such a good experience. I know but... there's so many animals. <laughs> I know. And that's something that Whitney Fox, too, likes to address is like your animal spirit guides and how there's not just one. You have many depending upon yeah. what you're going through and you know who mm-hmm. wants to come and bring you a message so it seemed like mm-hmm. if anything you were bombarded by a lot of animals at once <laughs> like wake up trying to give you messages <laughs> yeah and even with the laughing moment I felt like there was definitely like people that have been waiting for me to like wake up and they were so like <laughs> it's so funny that she finally oh, yeah. had, that's like very I had interesting that kind of feeling we didn't address that. So was that in your room, like your bedroom? Where did you? That was in the sit? living room. The laughing, like you, yeah. would, would you hear or just sense like you were being? I like at? sensed it. I don't think I heard it. Interesting. Hmm. It's weird. And was it was it like distinct or was it more like I, I call this like radio static? I'll get this every once in a while where I'll almost hear like you know when you're tuning in a radio the old school uh-huh. way you can kind of get a station and it's like kind of blurry I'll, I'll get that every once in a while where it will sound like someone's talking and i'll be like what was it you know 
was it more like that or was it more like clear like you, you know, could you could tell I don't really remember now it, it could have been like I don't really because it was during the time when the crow thing happened so it could have been something that I was hearing mm -hmm. but I don't really remember how I processed it at the time just in the memory it's kind of like I had that feeling like all right like that's not funny to me <laughs> right wow um almost like a gut feeling too mm -hmm. you could have just had a gut intuition feeling yeah you know? but I don't even know stronger. if I was hearing crows or if they were actually I don't know what was happening <laughs> so like it could have gone either way I guess yeah mm -hmm. no it could have definitely yeah. but no, just the fact that you're willing to share it, it, it means a lot to us because yeah. again, I haven't had like as intense of like animal things, but like I talked about in the other episode, possums just show up constantly and I've had weird radio static and it's just, I know other people have definitely experienced things like this. So thank you for sharing. So other people might feel more comfortable, you know, talking about it because it's all connected. I know it's all connected yeah. somehow. And when you get that calling, like, it's so cool that you like went with it and didn't just like block it out and like, Nope, I'm going back to the <laughs> right. I'm going back to the matrix and not, I'm just going to ignore this. So. Yeah. There was no ignoring it. I mean, I was <laughs> so freaked out, <laughs> but like what a blessing. I mean, I think it was a stepping stone in like keeping me from this whole other deception, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. So. And anytime there's an emotional response, like you said, you cried and sobbed about it. Like that's usually a, a deep intuitive, you know, sense. Yeah. You can't shake yeah. that stuff. <laughs> no. Oh, well, this was awesome. And yeah. again, we will definitely reach out to you. And if Nico, I'm sure we'll hook you up with one of his devices here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely. And uh... Well, yeah, we'll have to exchange because I want to send you guys some art. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And yeah, plenty everyone, of room back there. Definitely. Everyone go check out Amanda's Instagram because I, I love it. It's it's a good met like, you know, it makes people think. Because there was a couple I was like, what is you know, is this which way is she going with this? And then uh, like as you look at more, you're like, Oh, okay, I get what she's <laughs> it's very cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This was awesome, you guys. Really. Great. Well, thank you. We'll for do it again. On absolutely we'll do it again and let's tell us where you can find you one more time just so the listeners oh, yeah. yep it's just that at ideas in paper two little uh what are they called underscores, underscores. Yep. and it's just on instagram that's that's what i got going on perfect awesome and i'll put that in the show notes afterwards but amanda thank you so much thank you so much guys awesome. this was awesome <laughs>